everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, as always, my name is Adam. And I am Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, welcome. What up? Are you proud of me that I didn't mess up saying that at all like I did at the tail end of last week? Yeah. You should be proud. You should be very proud. I'm never proud. You should be proud of me. Of you, never. Never. You have general pride, though. Like no. for things, you don't ever feel proud about anything? No, mostly ashamed. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's fair. You haven't had any allegations against you this week? That's <laughs> not where the shame is coming from? No. Okay, thank God. You just have to make sure every industry is being hit. And it's not funny. Like it's it, no. it, it's not. Even video games. Uh, like Naughty Dog had their own. It's crazy. Yeah. Every day. And everyone's like, I'm getting sick and tired of it because it's every day. It's like, yeah, but don't you think the people that's, who had it happen to them are it's pretty, pretty sick bad, and tired of it too? Like, yeah, like... Like I get, like it's depressing to hear about it every day, but at the same time, like it's also way worse for the people that had it happen to them. So, shut up, yeah. <laughs> like, just deal deal with the terrible news coming out because your beloved actor, favorite comedian, or whatever, yeah, is now confirmed a piece of shit. Yeah, it's terrible. But Kevin Spacey, I know he was such a good actor. He was. So it's very hard to separate the man. Like it was hard enough him. having to deal with the Bill Cosby stuff. See, I never really liked Bill Cosby all that much. His, I, I mean, his stand-up. Cosby show. His stand-up. I didn't watch Cosby show, but his stand-up yeah. was great. Like his old stand-up stuff. Yeah. And Ghost Dad. Come on. Who doesn't love Ghost Dad? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah this it's is it's our... hard having my childhood just routinely get destroyed over and over and over every single day. I know, but so same. Uh, the victim said the same thing. Yeah. So, uh, But what about me? Yeah, I know. This is all about you, Joe, which is why we have a podcast. And our podcast is not about current events necessarily. It is about video games. So we always start every episode. Did you hear what happened to Laura Croft? <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. I don't know if I want to leave that in. Or <laughs> and I'm going to because it makes you look bad. Ah, uh, damn it. Uh, I was we, talking earlier about not wanting to have a horrible social profile online. And, and yet, look what I do all the time. Look, yet there it is. And that's just the stuff I leave in. <laughs> I don't even hear all the other uh, expletives that I cut out. Um, but we, of course, start every episode after our fun bit of banter uh, with what we've been playing. So, Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, I played a whole lot of um, Assassin's Creed this week. Finally I, giving it the real deal. Yeah, giving it the real, the, like the real actual gameplay treatment just because like i was i have so many games that like i start and play two hours of and then i just bench to the side when like the next game comes out a week later i have those two and they're all oddly enough called assassin's creed (laughs) (laughs) got them yeah (laughs) um but yeah i i i I kind of reached the point of um I don't know. I don't want to say like boredom with Mario, but I was like, okay, I put enough time into Mario. Like I really should be playing something else yeah. instead of like sinking all my time into Mario. Yeah. So I was like, all right. I like I played some Call of Duty, you know, I picked that up. I still play a couple matches every once in a while, but mainly just due to laziness and not wanting to get up and change the, uh, the disc because there's no heat in my house. So I'm like, nice and toasty under a blanket yeah. and I don't want to move and get up. Yeah. To, so everyone's to not picturing the disc. Joe in a Snuggie on his couch playing video games. Yeah. You're uh, welcome. So I've just been too lazy to get up and take my Assassin's, or my Assassin's Creed disc out and put something else in. Yeah. So I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed. Uh, you know, I like the game. I think it is a very good game. Yeah. But, uh, but like there's a but coming. Well, it's the same thing with a, pretty much every Assassin's Creed that's come out in the last 10 years is eventually you get to the point where you're just like, I'm doing the same fucking thing over and over and over again. And I can't yep. tell you how many times like some some shopkeeper goes like, oh my God, some guy like stole my supply of something or other. Can you please He's go get it He's on the other side back? of the map. Yeah. 
And now all of a sudden, like, I got to fucking, you know, either fast travel, get on my horse, drive to the other side of the map, go beat up five guys, turn around, come all the way back, talk to the guy. And he's like, oh, thanks for probably. And it's like so fucking many of those missions. And then some of them throw the curveball. Like, I'm not sure if it's like that in this game, but in Assassin's Creed Pass, where it's like, the shopkeeper says, hey, I think this guy is stealing from me. Can you tail him for a while? And so you have to slowly follow behind him. But you also have to go to the other side of the map. And you can't use horses. And you can't fast travel. You can't do anything. And it takes forever. And if you move faster than one step at a time, he's like, huh? hey, what are you doing following me? And you have to yeah. start the whole thing I, uh, over again. I actually haven't run into any of those Thank type God. of missions. Those are awful. It doesn't mean that they're not coming because yeah. there's a fuck ton of missions in this game. This game is like scale size with... Like a Fallout, yeah, where there's just a million yeah, people with a million quests all over. Yeah. So you know, a lot of times I, I you just walk around and you know, somebody comes running up to you. But for the most part, so many of them are the same mission. It's, mm. it's, it's it is just that it's like some shopkeeper says, "Do this thing for me." You do that thing. Yeah, Sometimes right. they like change up the formula a little bit. Where like the shopkeeper will say, "Hey, this guy stole this from me," and you go to that guy and you like beat him up, and then he's like, "Wait, I'm not the bad guy here. The shopkeeper's the bad guy, and he's trying to frame me." So then you got to go back and beat up the shopkeeper, gotta rough him up. But for the most part, yeah, it's just that over and over again. Yeah. And I got to the point where like. You know, I was just playing it with, like I had my laptop set up. And I was watching stuff on my laptop, and I was just running around, exploring the world. Yeah. And I got to the point where I explored everything. I found, unlocked all the areas. I found all the tra- fast travel points. I like, climbed all the towers and stuff. Yeah. And now I'm like, now I just gotta do missions. So and I feel like you're. Playing I, I, I don't well. think I like paced myself good enough. No. Where like now there's no exploration to do, and it's only missions. And I'm just bored with the missions because it's just mission after mission after mission, and none of them are very interesting. Yeah. See, I was telling you earlier how I think that we're both playing the game wrong. We're like Assassin's Creed seems like it's built for you to do missions and explore at the same time, mm-hmm. and like they think that you'll play a couple missions, then go do some exploring. Then you'll come back and play a couple missions and then do some exploring. So you don't necessarily notice the repetition in it. Whereas like, I like to play through just the story. So I want to go through and just do the story missions and it gets super repetitive, super quick. And I fall out of favor with the game. You go do all the exploration stuff and then come back and have to like marathon the story. And then the repetition gets to you. And it ruins the game, like not maybe not ruins, but like you know what I mean. It like takes you out of the fun yeah. that you were having. Well, it's also in the way that I play a game. Yeah, like like I said, I set up my laptop and I watch something on my laptop, and it gets kind of hard to like keep uh, my attention focused on the story when I'm like actually going through the story, and like I yeah. have to stop and listen to what a person's saying. So like. I'll be watching Trailer Park Boys and I'll be like, oh, pause Trailer Park Boys, talk to the guy, yeah. listen to what he has to say and then be like, okay, go this way. And I'm like, all right. And then I turn around, start the movie, Trailer Park Boys up and then like run to the area, beat up the guys and then I got to run back and talk to the guy. Pause Trailer Park Boys. Just keep doing that over and over again. See, I was, like before I was like, I would just watch eight hours of a TV show playing on my thing and not have to think because all I'm doing is running around and climbing stuff. Yeah. Now like I'm just sick of having to pause stuff because like I, I, my brain is fried to the point where I can't focus on one thing at a time and I got to be doing two things at a time. Oh, see, now I definitely think you're playing it wrong because like I don't when I play games, I don't usually have stuff on in the background. I, I, like, like I need, I need I do, stuff in the back. Like, well, I mean, I played so much Mario for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Which is the perfect game because there's no storyline. Like you're no. not bothering to read stuff. So sometimes I can you easily, have to. Yeah, sometimes. But for the most part, like I can easily have something playing on the TV, like on my laptop yeah. while playing the game. And like I can't do that at this point in the game. Like I could for a while when I was exploring, but now yeah. I'm past that point where I gotta like listen. And I I just when it's just listening to just a story, I'm like oh, I'm so bored. Yeah, I want to be like watching something else. Nope, can't do it. Gotta pay attention to the game. Yeah. 
but yeah. it's still fun, I guess. It, it, like, it's still a great game, I yeah. would say. Like, I'm not going to rag on the game just because you I suck have at playing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, my, I'm the problem. The game isn't the problem. I'm the problem. You know what really sucks about this game is when my mom comes in the room, she just jangles keys. I can't even pay attention to it. <laughs> That's, exactly. That. Yeah, that's what that's your standpoint on Assassin's uh-huh. Creed. Don't let anyone jingle keys near you while you're playing. Totally rosy experience. Yeah. You can't even concentrate. Uh I mean, otherwise, um I picked up Mario Party of the Top One Hundred. And I just played that a little bit with you, and it's great. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of hard to sell like it's not a traditional Mario Party game. Like, no. if you're thinking that this is going to be just the next Mario Party game, it's no. not the next Mario Party game. It doesn't really have any of the board game aspect to Mario, which is something that's kind of, like, died in the last couple of Mario Party games anyways. Yeah, they've gotten rid of it since, like, the Wii one, I think. Like, what, seven? Yeah. Seven or eight was when they are like, yeah, which is, we're not... Which kind of sucks. I like the board game aspect of it. Well, because the whole point of Mario Party to me was the getting mad at your friends and saying in your face when you beat them, like... That's what makes the board game fun. Yeah. And that's what makes Mario That's what makes fun. all board games fun. Yeah, is being able to beat other people. That's the fun of it. Which is still what you're doing in this one. Oh, so, okay, so this one is, it's a hundred of like the best mini games yeah. from all of the 10 Literally games. Literally the top 100. Yeah, uh, from all the, the past 10 games. It doesn't yeah. include the two 3DS ones, or like any of the three the DS ones or 3DS ones. Yeah, I think it's just the It's just Mario Party 1 Mario through parties. 10. Yeah. So like it doesn't have like Star Rush. It doesn't have, what's the other, Tropical Island or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was that Donkey Kong? No, well, there was, yeah. I know what you're, I know which one Island Adventure about. or something yeah, like that? Island Party. Oh, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have those ones. It just has the, the main 10 like numbered series. Yes. Um, and you can pretty much just play the mini games. That does have like a board game aspect to it. It has a single player board game aspect to it, which is just you going through a board game, but it's not really a board game because it's just a straight line pretty yeah. much. And occasionally it gives you like, you know, a fork in the road to, to choose which way you could go. Yeah. Um, and you just play the mini games as you go through and it, you earn stars. So like if you're first place, you get three stars. If you're last place, you get no stars. Yeah. Just like that. Um, and that's how you unlock a lot of the mini games because not all of them are unlocked from the beginning. I think like only sixty of them are unlocked from the beginning. Yeah, and you have to play through and unlock all the other ones. As yeah, you it has go. to give you something to do when you're playing by yourself. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Mario Party is not meant to be played by yourself, so no, I'm, it's literally a meant to be <laughs> yeah, a it's, party. it's a party game. Yeah, it's in the name. Yeah, it's so yeah. when you're like the fact that you have to like sit there and play all of these mini games by yourself to yeah. unlock them. It's kind of like, oh, God damn it. Like, I don't want to sit here and like play against random PC version or like AI controlled characters that are yeah. like idiots and easy to beat. I'm sure it gets harder the farther into the board well, you game can you choo- get. Well, yeah, you could choose their difficulty, it looked like, just from the little bit we were playing. Uh, but maybe I don't, not I don't know in that's part. in the single player mode. I oh, think okay. it just starts off easy and the farther you get in the thing, it gets okay. harder and harder. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, See, I only played the multiplayer with you just now, so that makes it. So I automatically had more fun than whatever monotonous thing you may have been doing before. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily monotonous. It's just, it's like you said, like you need someone. The fun of Mario Party is shit talk. Yeah, exactly. It's like rubbing into your friend's face going like, oh, fuck you, bitch. That's what this whole podcast is going to be about because I crushed you, Joe. I beat you. I won. Yeah, you I beat won. me pretty bad. Beat you real bad. You didn't even win a single thing, and you yeah. went out first a bunch you know, of times. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the credit to the AI characters. They were just too good. Yeah, but what about the one non AI character? Uh, me. I was hoping you me, wouldn't like draw I'm that connection. One, yeah, I'm the one who was non AI who crushed it. I won three out of five. The AI won the other two. 
you suck. Yeah, I didn't want to yeah. But that's hold on, not- I'm not done gloating. That's what the fun <laughs> of this is, and we've got the next hour and forty five minutes uh, for me to shit talk you. I like how you looked at a non existent watch. I know I took my watch. I take my watch off when we record, so I. Of course, looks at the non-existent watch to really emphasize how I don't even need a watch to see how long I'm going to be kicking your ass. Damn it. Got him. Um, but. All right. You may continue now talking yeah. about the game. I've already lost my place. Right? So, oh, yeah. So, like, you know. <laughs> That's not the only thing you lost, Joe. You lost in the game. We'll probably have we'll probably have a much better uh, thing to say about it once we've actually gotten people to play. Next week, we're going to have everybody together to record. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be recording a Survivor Series pay-per-view podcast and we'll have the everybody Broken together. Clock's main event. Yeah. So we'll have everybody together. We'll definitely have four 3DSs to play the game. Yep. Which uh, is awkward because we're going to have five people. Yeah. We're going to have to like switch around. Yeah. That's or, fine. We'll or pass it it's going to be Skip. He's going to be like, no, I don't want to play. No, he'll want to. I think he'll want to play. And mm-hmm. then we'll just, whoever comes in last just passes it off to the other, to the one person not playing. Yeah. Um, but we will probably have more to say at that point, but uh, I mean, there is an extent where like, this is kind of also a thing that like I've always liked in yeah. Mario party. Like sometimes the board game is fun, but sometimes you just want to play the mini games and you're like, I don't want to like waste all the time in between like waiting for everyone to take their turn. Yeah. You just kind of sit in there zoning out and then like everyone takes their turn and then you're like, okay, now it's like time to play the mini games. Sometimes you just want to be like, all right, let's play the mini games. And it lets you just like go through and choose a set of what five mini games you want to play. And then it just has you do like a little tournament thing. Whoever gets the most wins at the end is uh, crowned the winner. And, you know, that's great. Like, that's fun. The mini games are still great. Yeah. Like, there were so many points where I was playing it going like, oh, shit, yeah, this I was a great one. one. Yeah. I forgot about this one. You got Hexagon Heat earlier. That's my jam. I love mm-hmm. that one. Uh, but, yeah, like, that's how I played Mario Party the most back when I used to play Mario Party a lot is we'd go over a friend's house and there'd be, you know, seven or eight of us there. And you can't play the board game with eight people. So what we did is we just did like the trophy rush essentially where you just go through it plays random mini games from Mario Party 2 and whoever gets set to seven wins first wins and then you pass off the controller to the people who were waiting in the wings and that's how you get more people involved. So this is just that on a with more mini games. Yeah. So I'm totally down for it. Yeah. I'm actually now that we played it I think I'm just going to go out and buy a copy right now. Not yeah. like right this second, because we have a show to do, but after the show. Yeah, but we could pause it, and they'll never know. That's true. We could. Yeah. And we're back, and yeah. I just picked up my... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we didn't actually do that. I just paused and totally threw you for a loop. But, yeah, I mean, fun. yeah, we'll we'll have more to say about it next week. Yeah, once you've unlocked or, well, all the mini games. Probably not and... next podcast, wrestling... Uh, yeah. Next games yeah. cast. No, we probably. Be recording the games cast. Or the main event until after the game's cast. Probably, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll have something to say about it at some point. Yeah. So, what listen to all of the shows on the Broken Clock Network so you can get our opinions on everything. Yeah, we'll randomly just talk about how much Mario Par- fun we had playing Mario Party on the main, event. on the main events after show That's podcast. Right. Yeah. It'll just be like, so what did you think of the pay-per-view? Oh, no, we weren't paying attention. We were playing Mario Party the whole time. <laughs> the pay-per-view is all right, but Mario Party is pretty great. Yeah. Um, I just played Mario. I am... I have one moon. I can't left. believe you have that much done yeah. in that game already. So, like, I, I know you can get to nine. Are you going to kill yourself when you're done? No, uh, no, <laughs> because other like, there's games no are more coming. Mario to do. No, because Battlefront comes out. Next oh week, yeah, and Rocket League comes out on Switch next week, and uh, is a bunch. And I the DLC for Snipper Clips just came out, so I'm going to get that because that game's super awesome. 
Um, so I'm going to get back into Snipper Clips because I really like that game. And there's really no point to play it after you beat it the first time. Yeah. Um, so I'm totally down for more DLC for that. Um, so that'll be, but that's, that'll be next week. No, Mario, I've, I'm so close. I've, I've just been grinding out all this week. I have one. I just have to do the darker side of the moon, which is this super long gauntlet that you basically put to to the test every single mechanic that you learn throughout the game uh you're capturing all the different enemies and like i've watched uh i mean i haven't gotten to the darker side i still haven't beaten the the brutals uh yeah. gauntlet that you have to do in dark side of the moon yep uh, but i've watched uh clips of people playing the darker side gauntlet yeah and like it, the kind of thing it's like when you watch a, a speed run yeah you're just watching it going like how the fuck is he doing all of the, the stuff that you had to do in order to like make it through that yeah it's such a like long flowing chain of like you had to like do this throw your hat bounce off this to do ricochet off this blah 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 to get to the end of so it So you don't have to do it like that it's probably way easier if you're really good at hat throw jumping which i don't really do i'm very slow and meticulous with what i've i've been playing in i've Mario. never been able to figure out how to do the hat throw jump stuff i can do it but i don't ever use it that often i'm more you Using like the you know the Z leap and like the you know like butt jump thing like I'm I do more of those than I do like hat throws like I was watching somebody one of my friends play yesterday and he does a lot of like uh, he does the like a hat throw and then a dive into the hat throw and then a jump off the hat and another dive like he can string together crazy jumps where like I don't but like he's just getting moons in a different way than I did maybe a little quicker because he's doing a crazier jump, but still like, we're still getting the same thing. Um, so you don't have to do like the craziness of it, but it just sucks that like you get a certain point in that gauntlet at the end. And if you die, you just go all the way back to the beginning. And oh, it's so God. frustrating because the beginning parts are easier. So you just have to do the same, like easier thing over and over and over again. Cause you just kept dying. Like I was doing one of the things on the dark side of the moon, like not the darker side, but the dark side uh, yesterday that you have to do it without your hat. And it's like a, it's one of those timed ones where you have to go and you hit a switch and you this, like put it on the scarecrow. Yeah. And so you go into the room and you have to get a certain place uh, and then come back with, without your hat. So there's no special hat jumps. You can't save it. You can't like, you know, throw the hat to hover in the air a little bit so you can like regain and grab something. Um, and I think I died probably 200 times. Like I found out I was playing it wrong. Like I was doing, the, I was using the wrong type of jump to do it. Um, but I think I lost like 2000 coins. So, which means I probably die like 200 times, uh, Jeez. trying to do it. Um, cause yeah, you use 10 coins every time you die. Right. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that one was super frustrating, but I just have that last gauntlet left and then I'm, uh, I'm done. I have all the coins. I have all the moons and all the other worlds. I've done all the art things and the game's fantastic. It's, it's great. I don't like, I, I've been gushing about it for what three episodes now, yeah, because uh, it's been out that yeah, long. It's worth it, yeah, and it's definitely worth all the praise. It gets. Yeah, and you asked me when it came out if I thought it was game of the year, and I said I don't know. I got to play it more, like, but it's gonna be tough to top. Based on the games I've played so far, it's the best one from this year. Like Zelda was great, but this is I've always been a bigger Mario fan than I was a Zelda fan. Like I love the Zelda games, I love the lore. Like it's it's yeah. a favorite of mine, but I've always preferred the Mario's. Yeah. I mean, well, they're two completely different things. They are, but if so like you ask me to, if you ask me to pick a Nintendo franchise that I love yeah. the most, it's Mario. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with you. Like, I, I see, I would have thought you would have said Zelda. No, I absolutely adore the Zelda games. Yeah, uh, Link to the Past is probably, I would say, Link to the Past is probably my favorite game of all time. But uh, when you like average them all together, yeah, kind of thing. 
uh, I, I would probably easily be able to say I've had a lot more fun playing Mario. Like, yeah. whereas Zelda is a great adventure and like a very, you're very engrossed in what's going on. Yeah, Mario is just pure fun. Yeah, like, well, plus you're, like you're just you're just having fun playing. Yeah, it. exactly. It's, even at the most frustrating parts, I'm still having a ton of fun. Yeah. with Mario, and I feel like I've I've played more of the Mario games than I have of the Zeldas. Like, there are a bunch of Zeldas I haven't played. Whereas I've pretty I much played all of them. I think there's only one Mario game I haven't played, like a mm-hmm. main Mario game. Yeah. At not least. like Mario Paint or Mario is Missing or yeah, on the Philips no, like, CDI. Yeah, the only Mario game I haven't played is Sunshine, and I've and I haven't completed either of the Galaxies, but I've played both of them. Yeah, um, same here. I well, I I one hundred percent beat Sunshine. Yeah. I got all the stars out of Sunshine. Um, I played a good chunk of Galaxy One, and I played Galaxy Two, and pretty much just went, oh yeah, it's Galaxy. Yeah, and like I was like. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I didn't finish Galaxy 1, so I, I wasn't exactly going to rush into playing Galaxy 2. You know, Also, like the motion controls really yeah. turned me off. I really hoped that they in some way could re-release that on the Switch. Like do a Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 collection on the Switch that doesn't involve the motion controls if they could somehow manage that. Well, I mean, you'd still use the motion controls, but you just have to play with Split Joy-Con. Yeah, to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it would be great if they got rid of it, sure, but I don't think that they will. I think they'll yeah. keep it with, you just have to do Split Joy-Con, mm. which is, I mean, it's not bad, because I would like to play those games again. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I would totally love to play them again, just not on the Wii. Yeah. But yeah, no, I Mario right now is sitting pretty much as my game of the year as an early indicator before we do an episode on, on our game of the years, um, which will come at the end of the year for certain. Uh, but yeah, I just, I'm loving it. The fact that I'm almost done with it is good because, like I said, there's other games coming out next week. And with Star Wars a month away, like I'm going to be playing Battlefront right up into it because like Star Wars time is now. I think I've worn a Star Wars t-shirt every day for the last like week. So, um, <laughs> When's the movie come out? The 15th, I believe. So this middle month? Of, no, middle of December. Oh. Um, so it's I was going to say that's like three days from now. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a, it's a month from now. So pretty soon, can't wait. Battlefront's going to be great. I'm really excited for that. I really want to play that single player, so that'll be next week. But but yeah, all I play was Mario, and then a little bit of Mario Party. So I'll also be playing Mario Party, I think, next week, too, because that's super fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll wait, do it. I can't wait to get everyone together to play Mario Party. I know, it's going to be great. It's, like, I feel like I'm so going back yelling. in time 10 years all of a sudden. Like, so much yelling. It's been so long since we've like I've actually played Mario Party with a group of people. Yeah. <sighs> On the Nintendo 64, we played so much of that. Yeah, same. Mario Party Two, I played an incredible amount of, mm-hmm. like in college. With did you just ever? And stuff. Do you ever order the glove? What? You don't remember that? Are they like no? Like you could, so many people were getting blisters on the palm of their hands. See, I never that you the, like Nintendo like actually made it so you could just go contact them and order like a Mario Party glove. No, that you'd wear on your hands. I'm so, looking like, this up. I bet it's a collector's item now though, right? I'm sure. Like I don't know that anyone that actually did it so much that now I'm like wondering is, is was that just an urban legend that people talked about? Yeah, I don't know. We're looking it up now. A Mario Party glove. Mario Party glove eBay is like the first thing. Oh yeah, check that out for Mario yeah, Mario Party. There's these little like white gloves. Or gloves. That says glove not included. It's also showing me a lot of pictures of the game Glover. <laughs> oh, yeah. CNET from 2002. Nintendo offers glove to pre- prevent joystick injuries. CNET are of 2002. The company agrees to provide protective gloves to owners of the Mario Party game after receiving numerous reports of children being injured. Nintendo has agreed to provide protective sports gloves. Yeah, it's just people showing their scars 
and they're like like blisters on the palm yeah. of their hand from playing Mario Party. Nintendo's agreement to offer gloves settles a, co- a complaint from the New York Attorney General's office, which had heard from parents and children who suffered cuts, punctures, blisters, and friction burns on their hands because of intense joystick movements from some portions of the multiplayer N64 game. One kid got a tetanus shot, a spokeswoman <laughs> for the New York Attorney General said. A New York Attorney General, Elliot Spitzer. Remember him? Yeah. Look, look at that guy, huh? The alarming thing was how little some of these children spent playing the game before they were injured. One parent said their child had been playing the game for 15 to 20 minutes when they got a second degree burn. Okay, so first of all, that kid did not play for 15 to 20 minutes. He just told his mom he did because he was going to get reamed out if he said he'd been playing for eight hours when he was supposed to be sleeping or going to school. Pretty much. Yeah, like... Son, you've only been home from school for 15 minutes. What happened? I was playing Mario Party. I definitely didn't skip school. Uh, it's like I, I, I touched day. my hand, the palm of my hand to the controller and it just burst into flames. It's weird. I definitely was not playing with fire outside of my friends. Uh, the potentially embarrassment development comes at a critical time for Nintendo as the company faces renewed competition from Sony and its new PlayStation 2 console. Oh, shit. Microsoft's upcoming Xbox that gaming is, device. Which, that thing is never going to take off. I know, right? Uh, Microsoft's upcoming Xbox gaming device, which Chairman Bill Gates will provide more details on tomorrow, and Sega's Dreamcast. What a time for Nintendo. Unbelievable. Throwback. Just murdering children's hands. Yeah, at a time with real stiff competition like the Dreamcast Mm -hmm. and the Xbox. Man, that Xbox, I don't know if it'll take off. A computer company making a video game thing? Unheard of. No. That was weird. I had never heard that story. So that was a good little. Uh, yeah, I can't believe you never heard that. No. Like, like I said, well, I, I wasn't sure if it was like true or just an urban legend from back in the day. But yeah. I remember people talking about like, you know, I mean, I, I had a fucking like blister in the palm of my hand from playing Mario Party. Yeah, because some of them require you to like spin it in a yeah. circle. And yeah, nope, never had it. I got calloused hands. I'm ready to go. Mm. Perfected gamer with my uh, skin does not break. When I'm like smashing controllers with it, that's how you play games, right? You just bash at the controller with the palm of your hand. I mean, if you're playing like Bust a Move or something, there you go. Yeah. All right. So that was a good little sidetrack after what we've been playing, which means it's time for the news portion. And it's a good thing we talked about that stiff stiff competition from 2002 with the Sony platform and the Microsoft platform because it seems those two may not be as separate as they once were. Take it away, Joe. Uh, yeah. Uh, according to um, uh, Phil Spector. Phil Spencer. Spencer? Yeah. Phil who Spector. Is, who is Spector? Uh, Spector is the uh, the one who probably murdered people. And oh, maybe yeah. Maybe sexually, just sexually assaulted. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Probably why he's on the mind. He's a crazy man. Yeah, yeah. Music uh, guy. They, uh, uh, Phil Spencer, mm-hmm. uh, he, he put it, he floated out there in, into the ether, kind of, you know, put, put a thought out there in about, the blogosphere. Yeah. Uh, about, uh, possibly making it so that you can play Xbox exclusive games on the not so exclusive PlayStation 4 platform. Yes. As a games as service kind of thing. Yeah. So he, he kind of like floated around the idea where, uh, say if you were a PlayStation 4 owner, and you still signed up for Xbox Live, yep. you would be able to access uh, and download and play exclusive uh, Xbox uh, One exclusive games. Yes. So, say if you want to play PlayStation 4, fork over the 60 bucks, and then you can buy Gears of War 4 and play that. Yep. Uh, you know, this obviously is nothing that's actually probably ever going to happen. No. But it's still interesting that like they would be open to the idea. I mean... 
Microsoft has been pretty lenient, actually, for a long time about putting out stuff on other consoles. Like, they obviously didn't care about, once they acquired Minecraft, making sure it could go on other consoles. Yeah. Uh, they put out... Uh, that they would have been stupid to restrict to just their thing, though. But, I mean, they've been, also been doing that for a while. Like, Viva Pinata is on the 3DS. Yeah. Uh, which was a, a, a rare game. It's you know it was so weird when we were working at GameStop when that came in, and I'm holding a 3DS game with Microsoft in the corner. Yeah, and I remember they were uh, originally working on a Halo for this uh, 3D or the 2DS. Really? Yes. Yeah, there was a Halo that they were that. working on for the DS like way back when. Weird. Yeah. Maybe because I think that was more because Microsoft didn't see Nintendo at the time as true competition because obviously. You know, since the glove incident of 2002, they'd been on a serious decline. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, and you think of the handheld market, like you're, you don't have a handheld console, so why not put it on the 3DS? If anything, that just gets people excited about a franchise that then they'll buy an Xbox for. Mm-hmm. So like that makes sense. But they're also like open to the crossplay across multiple platforms. Like yeah. they're okay with doing crossplay with the Switch. Yeah. Um, Again, because they don't think of the Switch as real competition. I mean, they I mean, do they with Sony, sh- They should too, with Sony the Switch no. at this point, yeah. though. I think the Switch... But to be fair, they're open to that cross-platform with Sony, too. Sony just doesn't want it. So it's not yeah. like they're just going and trying to get in bed with, with uh, Nintendo. They're actually trying to do it with everybody for the sake of the gamer. And then just PlayStation's going, no, yeah. I don't want it. Yeah, but this is a thing that they were like... You know, Microsoft just kind of said, like, oh, I mean, if we ever heard that Sony would be interested in doing something like that, we wouldn't write it off. Yeah. He, he basically and I'm sure, said, like, they're kind of thinking along the same lines of, like, if they were willing to do that, maybe we would be willing to do the opposite. And yeah. you could sign up for PS Plus and, like, get yourself Mar- or, uh, Uncharted 4 and play it on your Xbox. Yeah. See, I, mean, I, I thought of this more as a... Because they asked him... They basically were talking about the business. And he said that Microsoft, the company, is basically giving him free reign with how to move the Xbox brand forward, which means that he can look into alternate ways of getting the Microsoft's IP and the Microsoft first-party games into the hands of all gamers. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, that's cool. You're thinking about it from a gamer perspective. And then I thought about it of, what if this is just them giving themselves a parachute if the Xbox One X doesn't sell well. And like yeah, I haven't seen any possible. early I don't I haven't seen any early returns on how it's selling. We were at a couple stores today. They didn't have any. So I mean they sold out of initial allotments. But I also heard some stores were only selling their pre orders and they didn't get any additional ones. So who actually knows? Hmm. Um because they've been they've been getting crushed in the Xbox One PS4 sales race this entire generation. I think they're like fifty percent behind yeah. So like maybe they're just thinking like, listen, maybe our console market doesn't doesn't hold up in 10 years. We need to look into maybe providing this this as a service, which okay, that's that's kind of cool. Like I yeah, it'd be fun to play Halo or Gears of War or whatever like without having to go buy an Xbox. Um but I just I don't know that it'll ever happen. No, I I in no way shape or form do I see anything like that ever happening. That this you're right in the sense that to me, this almost seems like them going like, we might be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to have like some other option yeah. with this. Um, I can't picture Microsoft going away anytime soon. No, it would be, this would be at least 10 years before anything. Yeah. Like it would have to be one more console generation slash cycle because, 
you know, are they going to go the route of cell phones where the Xbox One X is the new way in which Microsoft makes consoles, where that's the most powerhouse console. It's the most powerful console that, that is out there. And then in three years, they're going to come out with the next most powerful console, but it's still just an Xbox One. It plays all the Xbox One games. It plays all the Xbox, like it plays all the backwards compatibility. Or will we ever get the Xbox Two or 720 or four or whatever, whatever they want to call it in a couple of years. And that only plays the newest games. And you need that to play the newest games. You'll still play all your old ones, but you need it to play the new ones. Mm. Like we're getting a PS five. Like that's an yeah. inevitability. We're not getting the pro two or the PS four pro plus or whatever. Like we're going to get, you a might five. get one of those. Yeah. But we're going to get a five like that. I don't think Sony's changing it up that much. I don't know if Microsoft will or not. I don't know if they're in the business of making a new generation or just keeping this one alive with better and better technology. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. So we'll see. So it seems like if they go that route and it fails, maybe they go to the streaming service thing. Would you pay the 60? I mean, you already pay for both now anyway. Yeah, right? I have a PS4 and an Xbox One. But do you have PlayStation Plus for PS4? Okay. Because yeah. I know some people that like don't have PlayStation Plus because they don't play their PlayStation that uh, to often. Be, to be fair, um, I didn't think I did. But it just auto-renewed on you? Yeah, so like I missed like two years worth of PS Plus that I was still paying for, and I didn't download any of the games. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it was the kind of thing where I was like, I, I thought like I should go sign, or like re-sign up for PlayStation Plus because I yeah. think something came out at that, that time. Yeah. yeah, I think it was for like when Rocket League came out. And oh, I was yeah. like, I should probably re-sign up for Rocket League, and like went and then yeah, it yeah. said like you're you're good for like another eight months. I went, oh fuck, motherfucker! So many games I missed out on. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, uh, even with the Xbox games with gold, most of the time it's crap that I would never play anyways. Yeah, but you get it because you get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, see, I don't know, like, I don't know how into it I would be to pay the, you know, $60 or whatever it costs for PlayStation Plus, plus then the $60 or whatever it would cost for Xbox Live, just so that way I could play the Xbox games digitally. Like, obviously. Yeah. Now, one thing that I, I found interesting when I was looking at some of these articles is they made it seem like you wouldn't be downloading those games to your PS4. You would be playing them via streaming. Hmm. So it would be like a PlayStation Now, but with yeah, all I mean, Xbox I guess you got to, like, wonder about hardware. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the hardware, hardware being compatible in, in certain ways. I mean, they, but that's the thing. You so wouldn't that's have why you'd to. have to stream it Yeah, instead. you wouldn't have to if it was streaming. You just yeah. let the servers on the back end do it. Yeah. Which is cool. Like... The PlayStation Now service works. It's not something that like I need to have to play those games backwards compatible or whatever. But like it works. You stream them and you can play them. Like I remember playing Assassin's Creed Two on my Vita. Like that was fun. But then you also got to wonder like, will it include Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty? Because you can play Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty games on the Xbox One. Download Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty games. Would this only be for Xbox One exclusives, or would it be for both of them? Would it be for AAA titles? True. Like, is it going to be just you can only play Halo Reach or uh, Halo Five Guardians? Guardians, yeah. like Halo Guardians, Gears of War Four, and Forza. Yeah. Is, are like are those worth the sixty bucks just to play just those games? Yes. Yeah, what other thing. What other exclusives are there on the Xbox One that you would be interested in? Well, that's what. Well, PUBG. Yeah. Like when would it that comes be part out, of it, but PUBG also would probably come to PlayStation. So at that point, you just yeah. get the PlayStation one. Yeah. By the time this service would be ready anyway. Mm. Um, but that's the thing I always talk about. Like I, we were talking earlier today, I was we were looking at Xboxes, and I was like, you know, part of me kind of wishes that I had an Xbox One. I I think about it like, oh man, I would like to have that console. It's a good console. Like it'd be cool to have a 4K Blu-ray player 
at, at the very least. Um, and then I thought about it. I was like, but what games would I actually want to play? Because most of the games that I play are multi-platform or Sony exclusive. I can't think of one Xbox exclusive that I'd be like, yeah, I want that one. Like Cuphead, but I got Cuphead for the computer, so it's fine. Um, so I don't know what I would play on it. I don't know that that service would necessarily be for me because, I mean, maybe I'd go back and play the story on the Halos because I only ever played multiplayer with Halo. Mm. So maybe give those a shot. Gears of War doesn't really interest me. I don't know enough about it. Um, And like Forza's are driving games and they're not really my Gears of War was one of those games where like at the time when it came out, you're like, hey, this is new and different and cool. And by the time Gears of War 4 came out, you were like, are we still doing this? Yeah, it's a real repetitive and you haven't really done a lot to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's definitely an intriguing idea and it's definitely one that would change the landscape of the gaming. Cause that, what if everybody well, also like at that point, why have two different consoles? Well, you would like, what's the, well, I'm, I'm saying like, one. what's, well, I'm saying from the standpoint of purchasing anything, Yeah. why would the Xbox even need to exist at that point? If you could just play Xbox games on the PS4. I think because it won't exist. That's where I think this is coming from. He's exploring that. Yeah, option yeah. He's he exploring well, it, it. Almost uh, like from this point, he's not saying is like we are yeah. surrendering. Like no. he's just kind of going like, oh, there's totally room for like us to be able to play yeah. games on both systems. <laughs> but it would be like a death kneel, obviously for Microsoft at that point. What's the point of even having a Microsoft system if you can? You might as well just make Microsoft become a third party developer, go yeah. the Sega route. Well, see, and it's one of those things where make I wonder. Halo forces. Yeah. And I want to say Halo Force where you can make your own Master Chief editor where everything looks derpy. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen those, by the way? The Sonic yeah. Forces characters? Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering if it's maybe, a, you know, people will still buy our Xbox because they love Xboxes. They love the controllers. They love the system. They love I, the layout. I do still prefer the Xbox controller with the PlayStation yeah, controller. So, like, so you buy an Xbox. Any day of the week. Because you love the Xbox family of products. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me, who has been a Sony person since the days of that brand new PS2 that caused so much trouble for Nintendo back in 2002. Um, I have a PlayStation right now. If that service came out next year. Well, now I don't have to buy an Xbox, but I already have a PlayStation, but now they get some of my money. Now they get my 60 bucks a year. Now they get my 20 bucks a month or whatever it ends up costing. Like now they're getting me paying I'm for sure that $60 game. I'm sure you would also probably game. have to buy the game as well. Yeah. Um, so like buy access to the game. Yeah. So now I'm buying they're those games. They're not just going to give you no. all of their exclusives for no. free for buying, signing up for, for Xbox. For $60 a year. No. Yeah. Um, okay. So now they've got my money for signing up for Xbox Live. Now they've got my money for every single game that I buy on that service. That's more money than they would have got from me before because I wasn't going to buy an Xbox. Mm-hmm. But there are going to be those people that have Xboxes and buy the games physical. And so you have it. It's just an additional revenue stream mm. where, you know, you're still hoping people buy the Xbox. And if you make a better box, then people will buy that over like so you go buy an xbox one x because it's better than a ps4 pro if you're one of those people so you still have the system for those people that want it but for the people that don't want to spend the money because they already have one of them then you're getting an additional revenue stream Mm. it'd be really cool if they brought that to the switch though oh yeah because imagine you're sitting there and you're playing you know you're streaming halo 5 guardians or the new forza on your switch because it's connected to the internet and all of the work is being done by a server in who knows where um that would be cool yeah I mean, we know at least Microsoft and Nintendo are willing to work together. Yeah. Maybe that's more a, so than Sony is. So yeah. we might see it come to fruition first over there. That'd be great. That'd be really cool. Portable but, Forza would be great. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see. 
who knows, you know, if and when. But it's cool that they're having the discussions. I think mm. is ultimately my stance on it. Is that whether or not the service would be for me? I don't think so. But it's cool that these discussions are happening because it, you know, it's okay that the landscape can change. It's like I have no problem with that. It's cool to see innovation and stuff like that. So. Uh, pretty sweet, but that's not the only game changer potentially coming in the world of video games. It's not the only landscape that might see an overhaul because uh, EA came out this week in addition to some other news that we'll get to in a little bit uh, and basically said that they may be looking into doing Madden and FIFA and their sports games, NBA Live, I guess, too, if people want to play that, which I don't think they do. Mm-hmm. Um and moving them away from annualized releases and moving more to a games as service, which I think is something that every sports fan has clamored for since the history of making me spend $60 it, every it year. It just makes sense. Um, so the idea here was is that Madden and FIFA would come out whatever edition that they want to come out and start this, and it would just probably be called like Madden Football or FIFA Football because they're both football. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and... Every year you download it's soccer. Uh, no, it's football uh, with some accents. Wow. Um, and the idea you would be a couple umlauts on there. Exactly. Some accents and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so every year, rather than going out and spending $60 and getting the next, you know, minor tweak edition of the game, you spend $30 and it comes with a, like a, you know, an upgrade pack for visuals and it comes with the newest rosters. And maybe there's a new feature thrown in like, and they treat it like DLC where it's like, Oh, here's GM mode this season. Uh, it's $30, you know, Ooh, excuse me. Um, and I think that's way better because I would love that because yeah. I don't buy Madden because I know I'm going to get it. Cause it's the end of August and football's just starting. I'm getting excited about football. And then the fall releases come out and Madden goes by the wayside for, yeah. for me, at least like there are people who play it and that's the only thing they play. So I get that. Um, and then I, you know, I play it for, you know, a month or a couple months and then maybe I'll have it out at like parties or whatever. If people come over, we'll do, you know, competitions or whatnot. But then, then I stop playing it. And then when February rolls around, I'm done. Like, and then I got to go spend the $60 again the next year. And I don't want to, I don't want to do it. So if I could then spend 20 bucks or 30 bucks on a roster pack or a thing that makes the graphics look a little bit better because it's a patch or whatever, then Okay, way better. I'm totally down. Yeah, I'm surprised this isn't something that they've already done. Um, I mean, even maybe if it, was, it wasn't just yearly, but like tri-annually, like for like three years, just have one version, one version that constantly gets updated with yes. like the new rosters, new mechanics, and stuff like that added. Yeah, and then like every three years, come out with like the new base core one, and then just work off of that one for the next three years, as opposed to a new one every single year where really they're not any different at all. No. I mean, I, I'll admit I don't play any FIFA or Madden games, so maybe they are vastly different, but I, I'd hear nothing about that. It does just seem like it is just the roster updates every time. Yeah. Occasionally, there'll be new mechanics with like catching the ball and like different ways in which you can control receivers. Which is still and... something that could just patch into the game Correct. as opposed to for the most to release part. a whole new game. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, like obviously the most recent additions to uh, to Madden and FIFA were the single players. The uh, the long shot mode in Madden and the, the catch a rising star or whatever mode was in uh, FIFA, where you're like you play as a guy and it's got like a story to it and like those modes are cool, but 
you could sell that as standalone DLC. Like that could be a $20 here, get another $20, pay $20 for a C a new season of long shot. Mm-hmm. And it gives you an updated story and it's another eight hours and it's, you know, it's 40 bucks or whatever. Okay, cool. If you don't want that, here's the $30 roster pack. You can do it. Or you can buy the bundle and it's $60. Like mm-hmm. give me the option where if you only play multiplayer and you only play online with Madden, cool. You're just going to spend the 30 bucks and get your roster update. If you only like the long shot part of it, cool. Spend your $30 and get your single player. Like, mm-hmm. Do it that way. Yeah. I know why they have it. It's because it prints money. Oh well, yeah. It's like, you know, EA's mentality. Do seems they to still be, do? I like, I haven't looked at the sales figures. Have they been like standard every single year? Have they been starting to like go down? This news makes me think they've been starting to go down. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're like, ah, fuck. Yeah, but I don't know. I like, I don't see those numbers. They don't really put them out. They're always near the top. This and NBA and the two K games are always near the top of sales during the months in which those sports are relevant. Yeah, because that's when you buy the game. It's when you're excited about the sport. Yeah, but it's I don't fresh know. In your mind at that point. Yeah, I don't know year over year what the Maddens do. Uh, or the FIFA's do in terms of sales numbers, but I mean, this is this is something sports fans have been clamoring for. It just makes sense. Like, I don't, I don't know why this hasn't been an option from the beginning. The last time this was even close to an option was when Two K was before EA had the exclusive rights to the NFL, and Two oh, K yeah. made games. And Two K said in two thousand and four, uh, two thousand and five, in that range, that we're our sports games are going to come out annually, but they're going to be twenty dollars because. That's what we feel like is fair, mm-hmm. you know, and granted they immediately lost access to make any of those games. And now 2k makes no sports games besides basketball and uh, wrestling. Uh, but that was the last time this was even similar. Like I bought, I bought every 2k I mean, hell, five, even, even wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling easily do this. Yeah. It just have nothing but just uh, updated wrestler packs. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, look, we've got new storylines for you to play in the road to the sh- like yeah. road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Like, that's fine. So sell me those for 25 bucks every year. That seems totally fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, the last, yeah, like I said, the last time this was even relevant was of like a shakeup in the sports gaming industry was back then. And it worked like that year I bought NBA 2K5, NHL 2K5, NFL 2K5. Like I bought them all because they were 20 bucks. So I bought three sports games for the price of what one of that. them was. And so I was like, all right, sweet. I'll play all these games. This is great. I love this. So if this happened, I would buy Madden. You know, If they did it every three years, I would buy Madden because that's probably the regularity in which I buy a Madden anyway. Mm-hmm. So It's a, like the point where it feels like enough has changed to yeah. be worth it. Like every single year, it, you know, it's, it's uh, what do they call that? The law of something gain I don't know. there's a, there's a term for it where it is if something changes a little bit each year you don't notice it yeah but it's the kind of thing where like if you played them each year you'd be like it's, I've been playing the same game for 10 years but yeah. if you went back and played like the one from 10 years ago you'd be like oh my god this is terrible compared to what it is yeah. now but it's you like, don't realize it because it's only a little bit each time it's like if a co-worker loses a bunch of weight like yeah you, you, know, you like, don't notice it and then you see a picture of you guys together yeah. five years ago and you're like wow when did you get so skinny yeah but if you didn't see someone for an entire year and they lost 100 pounds you'd be like oh my god you lost so much where like mm-hmm. you know if you see the same person every day you don't notice it's yeah. the same kind of idea um but yeah like if the landscape changed to include this i'd be on board i'd probably buy fifa too i like playing the fifa games i don't know shit about soccer but i'm certainly not gonna pay 60 dollars for a soccer game but like I'll play against other people and there's a good chance more people would buy it 
if it was just this one-time fee of $60 and then you get rosters or whatever after that. Like, okay. And we've seen that games-as-service model work. Like, mm-hmm. Overwatch crushes with their loot boxes and things like that. And, you know, Destiny's doing it. And the Star Wars game is going to do it. And, like, that model works. Sports is the next, like... If it works for esports of, like, <laughs> the Overwatches of the world... Oh, you know, it, you know it's going to be, like, opening a card pack. You like oh, open yeah. up a card pack and you get like a classic a, players and yeah, yeah. you get their oh, yeah. baseball card and then you can put them on your teams. Yeah, I mean they have that now in the sports games. The, oh, do they? the I don't Ultimate. play I don't play any of that. Yeah, them, they so. have the FIFA and Madden Ultimate teams where you basically that but that's a separate mode where you go, you buy card packs, you open them up, those players you can then put them on your team and you take your custom team of new and old players and you play online with it. So they kind of have that already. Were they like actual like the tops playing cards? Yeah, or trading cards. Yeah, that's what they look like. Okay. I, they don't. I don't think they have a brand of a particular like brand of card, but that's what they look like. They're just they look like playing cards. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd be a hundred percent in for this. This one, I hope happens more than the Xbox one. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- this one at least seems plausible. Yeah, the Xbox one doesn't. Yeah, this one not only does it seem plausible, it it makes more sense. Yeah, it makes absolute sense. Because mm-hmm. if a game like Overwatch, which is esports, can do it, then the games that are based on real sports probably have way more of a claim for this to be a viable option than any other game that is trying to shoehorn in a games as service style of gameplay to their game. So uh, I would take this in a heartbeat. I would probably buy both. And, you know, granted, they'd be like, well, you fell for their ruse. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, also, but their ruse gotta, is I get to play football games every year without paying $60. Well, you also got to think, will you be doing that, though? Like, you might buy it right now, buy it initially right off the bat. Yeah. And then the next time, the like, the next year comes around, you'll be like, oh, I don't want to sign up for it again. No, I probably would. Because, like I said, I'll play the, you know, couple months worth of of Madden and then usually we'll get bored or fall by the wayside and I put it down and forget about it. But if I only had to pay $30 and did that, cause I just got the newest rosters. Okay. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's worth it in terms of my entertainment dollar. I'll take that. Mm. So yeah, I think I'd be more on board with it than, than any of the other streaming service things that they've you know brought up or tried to talk about. So. Well, I wouldn't cause I don't even play sports games now. Cause you don't play sports games now. Um, so yeah, that'll do it for our two big topics this week, talking about the changing landscape in video games, which means it's time once again for our lightning round, not lightning round, uh, where we take a bunch of smaller topics that we don't necessarily feel like rambling on and on and on about. Uh, and we run through them. If we do feel like doing a little bit of rambling, uh, just say lightning round pause and uh, we'll, we'll take a break and mm. we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or we'll just talk about it without saying that. But you get the gist. That's kind of how the game works. Uh, yeah, we forget to do that a lot. It's fine. It works out. People understand the rules. So here we go. We're starting off with a really cool thing. Lightning round. Injustice got this new DLC pack, Joe. Are you aware of who's in it? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Because you and saw I the am. article and you prepped for the show. Good for you. Yeah, and I am super fucking excited. So hyped. So Injustice is obviously the Warner Brothers DC Universe game mm-hmm. of fighting that's set in the Mortal Kombat style of gaming. And lately they've been branching out with non-DC characters, uh, which is always fun. Well, I mean, they've been doing that for a while. I know, but this one seems like they've like gotten even, way more. Oh, no, yeah. They're, they're going way beyond yeah. the... Uh... So like... You know, because Injustice 1 had the Mortal Kombat characters. Like, it had Scorpion and all that stuff. So, like... Uh, it had Scorpion and... Hmm. I feel like it had somebody else that was non-DC, but... I mean, I know that the Mortal Kombat ones, like, delved into the movie territories and added, like, Predator and Aliens, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers. I think Freddy Krueger was in Injustice. No. No, that was the Mortal Kombat 9, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and, like, this one's had Hellboy. 
mm-hmm. which is not a DC comic. No. Um, but the newest one has uh, Enchantress, which is the villain from Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But so like the comic book version of it, yeah, I guess. She has uh, some current name recognition, yes. even though people hated that movie. You are aware of who she is. Um, was the Adam was in the trailer? Was that a previously announced? He has DLC already character? been announced. Okay, yeah. Um, the shrinking looked. He cool. was announced with Hellboy. That's right. Um, the shrinking in that video looked really cool. By the way, mm-hmm. I know how it like they... leaves that kind of like shadow effect behind him I when he like it. grows or gets smaller. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering how they would incorporate that into the game. So it starts off with them fighting. Cool. Enchanter is not a character I really care about. Yeah. I get it. But usually the each pack that they've done has like a character I like and a character I don't and like a character I'm like whatever on. Like I really want to play as Hellboy. Mm-hmm. That seems really cool. Uh, but then then a sigh hit the ground. Not like a uh, but like the weapon. Yeah. And like for a minute, like my mind started reaching like who which in, Mortal Kombat who? character carries a sigh like, or like what character like in from DC, DC car- yeah. like as I was like Deathstroke's already in it. Yeah. He might use that. I don't know who would who would be. I mean, it's not Electra. It's not like they're going to go over to Marvel and bring a character over. No, you definitely could, and you yeah, you definitely can't do that. Like that wouldn't make any sense, and Marvel wouldn't sign off on it no. uh, whatsoever. Um, so yeah, so then you know your brain starts thinking, and you're like, hmm, I wonder who it could be. Uh, I just I don't know, and I was racking my brain as it's happening, and like I, I think mean, I only, even you only have like it. a thirty second. I know. I think I paused it because I was like, all right, hold on, I want to try to guess now. Yeah. Like I want to try to see who this could possibly be, um, and I couldn't. I couldn't guess, and then all of a sudden the trailer continued, uh, and sure enough, we got it, and it was great. <laughs> Heroes in a half shell. Turtle, Turtle power. power. Ninja Turtles coming to Injustice. That looks awesome. I know, dude. I got so, hyped. so pumped when I saw that. So hyped. He like comes out with the the trench coat and the hat on. And for a second, I was like, I was like, no way they're going to be fucking doing this. Incognito right? Raphael is a great version of Raphael, number one. Because he doesn't look like any dude whatsoever. No. It's like when the thing does it, you're like, Ben. You're not. You're not confusing anybody with Ben this. you're huge and you're made of fucking rocks like you're not disguising anything apparently like, it worked for the Hulk for some reason but yeah. well yeah Who, who's gonna recognize that guy he looks fine. everyone's gray or yeah. green no or, he was just Joe fix it that's yeah, all exactly he's a plumber or whatever uh but yeah and all four Ninja Turtles too are coming from the looks of it yeah and at first the trailer made it seem like they were one character I think they are that you switch between them yeah well, you don't the get way to that... play all four separate like you couldn't have Raphael versus Leonardo no well the way that the Injustice game works is um, and it's it's different depending on the character you're playing but usually they have like various different uh, helper characters no like stat mo- like mo- or um, fuck what's the word uh, they have different like modes that they can switch between. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, say when you're playing Robin, you can switch between his bow staff to his like sword yeah, to like the play a, style. Yeah. So he has a different uh, different play style. Yeah. That you can like switch by like hitting the right bumper. Yeah. Um, and like Superman can go from like flying mode to ground mode. I'm assuming it's just going to be you're going to be able to switch and they'll like tag out. Oh. So like you know you'll you'll start off with Raphael and then like you can be fighting and you hit the button he'll go like Donnie and then like. You know he'll jump oh, okay. out and Donnie will jump in, okay. and then now you can fight with Donnie's bow staff. See, I didn't, I didn't know about that dynamic of it because I still haven't played Injustice Two, mm-hmm. and it, there wasn't like that in Injustice One, if I recall. No, they still had like the different modes, uh, like uh, I don't remember like layouts. tagging out and stuff like that. Well, it, that's it's it wasn't tagging out like that. Yeah, 
It was just you changed the way that the character's fighting style yeah. was. I'm assuming that it's just going to be instead of changing their fighting style, they're, you're just going to switch the turtle that you're fighting with. Oh, okay. All right. That's fine. So, then. like, you know, all of a sudden you're like, I want to have the close, fast, you know, thing. And you'll, like, hit the button and then you'll switch to, yeah, you know, yeah. Michelangelo okay. with his... With his uh, I'm still moon, on board. Moonchaku. Yeah, I'm still on board. Yeah, like, I, the thing they that, look real cool too. Yo, god, they look. It looks perfect. Yeah. It looks like the perfect way I want the Ninja Turtles to, yeah. to look. It kind of looks like the the '90s movies. Mm-hmm. But like a, a good enough mix between the '90s movies and the original cartoon design yeah. slash comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so hyped. Like the I, only the only thing I can think about this. Touch my foot. I know. I the only thing phone, I can sorry. think about this is I really want them to do some sort of storyline reasoning why. No, well, the actually uh, the Ninja Turtles have crossed over with the Justice League, haven't they? Like, hasn't there been a Ninja Turtles? Yeah, there was versus... a there was a Ninja Turtles Batman crossover. I remember. Yeah, somewhat recently too, if I recall. Uh, I don't remember if it was recently because I haven't read comic books in a few years now, but yeah. I definitely remember there being a Batman Ninja Turtles crossover. Um, but what I what I'd love to see was. The storyline in Injustice was re- like this. The playthrough, the story mode was yeah, great, yeah. but all the DLC characters they don't get introduced they don't, into yeah, that they stuff. They're a it. separate thing. I once all the DLC characters were out, I would love to see a story pack thing it. where you can play through the story, yeah, and show why these characters are in there. Yeah. So I would love to know exactly why Hellboy is now there, like fighting evil Superman. Yeah. Well, if my like, history, who, whose side are they on in terms of the the, the, the plot? Yeah. yeah. Like, who are the turtles siding with? I'm assuming the siding with Batman. Yeah. If my history with the Ninja Turtles is anything, and anytime the Ninja Turtles are in a crossover, it'll be like that old '90s cartoon movie where all of the all of your favorite characters from every show that you ever enjoyed were all in one uh, universe to try to get a kid to not do drugs. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that one. That was my favorite movie growing up where all of the Ninja Turtles and the He-Mans and Sonic and Mario all like tried to get this kid to not do I re- drugs. I remember those things. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I assume that's what their crossover uh-huh. uh, the appeal is, is they're coming into injustice to make sure no one like, you know, ODs yeah. on Joker gas or something. Yeah. Well, no, they're all there to help um, uh, Red Arrow. Oh, yeah. With his heroin over, problem. Yeah. Get over his heroin problem. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Storyline. Yeah, Green Green Arrow is like somebody's got to help me out with uh, Arsenal over here because yeah. he lost his arm. Yeah. He's all hopped up on drugs. If only I had other green based friends to help me out. Well, you do because the Ninja Turtles are here to to get you off heroin. Yeah, and then like Hellboy just stand there like smoking a cigar. Like, yeah. why the fuck am I here? Exactly. Um, so I immediately said as soon as I saw this, I can't wait. I'm going to get this game. And then I said, nope, just kidding. I'm going to wait for the game of the year mm. that has all the DLC. Yeah, because it's going to be great. I'm yeah, excited. I mean, I I gotta admit it worked out perfectly. I played Injustice. I like I liked it. I played through the whole campaign. I yeah. played some of the fighting. But of course, like as soon as that was done, I was like, right. I'm not going to go online and fight. Like. No. No, so I, I don't. Done. I don't want to get murdered mercilessly no. all the time by nope. everybody who's a million times better at this stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I, I don't care. Like, I don't care about the DLC coming out. So I traded my disc. Now I'm like, fuck. Why did I trade in my disc? I want this now. Yeah, but you'll pick it up on Black Friday for twenty bucks or something like that. You yeah, know? true. Um, this, but I still have to buy all the season passes. So you're right. Like, I might as well just wait for the game of the year edition yeah. to come. It's going to cost you the same thing either way. Hmm. Um, is there a release date on that content pack? Uh, December twelfth. Real soon, month away. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, lightning round. Joe, you love your achievements. I sure do. I have a passing interest in PlayStation trophies. Oh. They are the alternative to that. I mm. usually only play them if I really like the game and I try to grind for it. Yeah. Um, but now it yeah. seems like I'm going to be doing it because you can turn those trophies into cold, hard digital cash. 
which um, is awesome it for is. one thing. Super awesome. It's, it's actually from way back when. It's what I thought achievements were supposed to be. Should have been like ten years ago when yeah. achievements. Even were if it's just announced. swag, like oh look, you got a platinum trophy for Halo. Here's a Halo keychain that we can send you in the mail. Yeah, or, or I just thought of it like. You know, pretty much how this works. Like, you you have X amount, and they're like, you know, oh, okay, you get a $5 coupon that's yeah. just sent to your uh, Xbox wallet for buying a game online. Yeah. So, the way that this works, for those who didn't see it, and there's not a ton, like, it doesn't seem like all the details are ironed out in this uh, announcement. No, there's but still I'm sure some stuff I'm confused by. Yeah, and we'll get, they'll get to it, I'm sure, eventually when they're ready to roll it out. But it's part of the new PlayStation Rewards thing that they've been, like, that they've had where, you know, I think it's like a credit card and stuff that you can get to. Uh, where basically you can turn your silver, gold, and platinum trophies into actual uh, money that you can spend in the PlayStation Store to get new games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, do you have the breakdowns on them? I know that 10 platinum trophies is, uh, equates to $10. Yeah, well, it's uh, you have to earn a thousand points. When you earn a thousand points, you get ten dollars. Yeah. Uh, the way it works is a platinum trophy is worth a hundred points. Yeah. A gold trophy is worth um ten points, and a silver trophy is worth one point. Yep. So if you get a thousand or um, yeah, if you get a thousand silver trophies, you get ten dollars. If you get two hundred and fifty gold trophies, you get ten dollars. You get ten platinum trophies, you get ten dollars. Yes. But you can only cash in the $10, it seems, for a certain amount of time during the year. Like, you can only do it so many times in a year. Yeah, you can only cash in. Uh, this is where I got a little confused because it says you can um, you can earn trophy passes. Yeah, I think that's when you cash in your yeah. amount of golds. Yep. Uh, you can only cash in 12 times a year. So yeah. I guess once a month, basically, you can cash in the amount of stuff, the amount of trophies you've earned yeah. towards actual in-game currency. Yeah. And, I mean... You still got to platinum 10 games to get $10. But that's pretty hard. No, because that's where you go through and you start buying games like, like uh, Wonder Book, where yeah. you can go get a platinum in 10, you know, in a Yeah, an but hour. you got to spend $10 to buy a Wonder Book. No, you just go rent it from a GameStop. Well, that's like, true. And you yeah. play it for a couple of hours, you get the platinum. And yeah. then you, move on. you go, I'm going to get myself Avatar, The Burning Earth. Did that ever come out on PlayStation to uh, earn trophies? But, like, you know so I know mean, that's, like, the, that's the get a thousand achievement in like five minutes game. Yeah. Well, there's the, there's the game on, there's a game on the PlayStation store called like I Am Mayo or something like that, where you're just tapping a mayonnaise jar. And if you do that a thousand times, you get a platinum. Like, it's so stupid. It's like $5 and you go and you get it. And it's like, okay, so you spent $5 and you get a dollar, I guess. So, but, you know, people will do it to do it. And, you know, you can go pick up a used copy of a game. You can borrow a game from a friend. Like, you don't have to spend the money to earn them. Yeah, it'll take you some time, but yeah. it's still it's still cool. It's still better than before when my Platinum's got me nothing. Yeah. And also, we don't know if this is going to somehow work retroactively. Yeah. Where all, all of your so things you got, you can now turn around and just cash in for one huge chunk right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, if you're the kind of person who loved getting Platinum trophies and you've Platinumed 100 games at this point, yeah. it's 100 bucks for you. Yeah. Yeah, so who knows? Um, that those are some of the details I want to know. Is can you do it retroactively? Uh, what does it mean to get a you know a trophy pass or whatever? Uh, and is, does it only work with certain games too? I wonder. Like, can you go buy those movie tie-in games that have platinums but don't take very long to do and just power yeah, through do those? Need, do they need to be verified in any way, shape, yeah. or form? Is it just PS4? Is it PS3? Is, is it, it Vita? Like, yeah, is it Vita? Is it you know PlayStation Two classics? That have trophies like I don't I don't know so but still cool like, mm-hmm. like I said it's what I thought achievements should have been from the start yeah so and it might make me more inclined to try and platinum games that I was gonna buy anyway like 
I bought South Park because I wanted to get South Park. Now I'm two trophies away from the Platinum. I want to go back and play and get that Platinum. But mm. that's just for a sense of satisfaction. But if that gets me a dollar towards a game that I want to buy later, okay, cool. That works too. Yeah, um, you only got to sink 20 hours of your day to earn that $1. Hey, it's fine. But I was going to do it anyway. That's mm. the thing. Like, If it's going to reward me for a thing I'm already going to do, then uh, that's better. Imagine if you could make money off of your Mario moons. Yeah, can't. Can't do it. But, you know, we'll see. Plus, that, uh, there's so many guides out there for things on how to get trophies that, like, you could probably do them pretty easily. Except those games that require you to play through, like, four times or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But that's coming. Uh, I don't think it's available yet, right? No. Uh, I don't actually have anything about when it's actually even going to go into effect. Yeah. Maybe we'll hear some more news about it at PSX, which they just confirmed for the uh, middle of December. Yeah. So that's probably when we'll get more news on it. Uh, lightning round. Uh, another sports game. This is uh, not the Madden FIFA family nor the 2K family. This is the one I actually didn't mention in that discussion about games as service. It's MLB The Show. Show you don't play MLB The Show, do you? Nope. Do you like baseball? Nope. Not a big baseball fan? Eh, like... Do you know and like? Did do you follow any of the names it, in it, baseball? I'm, I I couldn't name you anybody. How like I could teams? like I know the Red Sox. Oh, you're aware of the team. Yeah, that's good. Um, it's the kind of thing where like when I do sit down and actually watch it, like I'm kind of like I get why like yeah. people enjoy this. I you know I I especially if I was invested in like a certain team, I was yeah. like yeah I get this. Like I understand. I find it more interesting than a lot of other things. Like mm. I'd much rather watch baseball than football. There you go. Well, baseball is my number one. It's my favorite sport. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. World Series and playoffs this year were really great. Uh, Yeah, I know the Houston Astros. Sure did. One. Congratulations, Houston Astros. Is this their first time even making it to the World Series? No, they've made it before, but they lost. This is their first World Series in franchise history. Oh, okay. Still pretty impressive. Well, Joe, we got the cover athlete for MLB. Is it a guy from the Houston Astros? It is not. Um, So, all rise for Aaron Judge. Uh, the New York Yankee rookie phenom. He hit 52 home runs this year as a rookie. Jesus. He's like 20 Even I know old. that's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, it was a rookie record. So uh, he's most likely going to win rookie of the year. That hasn't been announced yet. That'll be this week. He's going to win it. Like he was the hands down the best rookie um, and may come in first or second for MVP race as well. So uh, MLB the show cover athlete for MLB 2018 is going to be Aaron judge. That makes heaps of sense. Uh, he was on all the like sports centers and stuff this past week touting it. So I like the show. I like that game. I'll probably play it when it comes out. Uh, even though I hate the Yankees and don't want to support them being on the cover. Boo, Yankees. But yeah, Aaron Judge, cover of MLB The Show. I do like baseball games. You do or don't? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Good times. Um, I'm still not going to buy it, but no. I do have fun playing them. Would you buy it if it was a service where every year you got to spend $20 to get roster updates? Mm, maybe. There you go. Maybe we got Joe's Bucks. Uh, moving on to some sad news in the world of studios. It uh, looks like the Telltale, the makers of the same game 50 times with a different skin, <laughs> have, uh, have laid off, I think, 25% of yes. their workforce. Yeah. Um, maybe this will pivot them to make a different game. Well, that's what they were saying. They wanted to focus on not releasing as many games and instead of instead of releasing like three games a year I feel like they put out now. They do. They're going to just focus on like a few games at a time and make sure they put a lot more effort into those. I would like to see a real game from them. Not like the point and click not, story. Not a telltale game. Yeah. But see what they could do if they tried to make something yeah. else. Yeah. I mean, granted, I, they probably prints money because they don't. Oh, yeah. 
they don't take the time to do like bug checks or anything like that. They just turn these things out over and over. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy just finished. So I'm actually going to go through and play it now that all the episodes are out. Because I bought it for like $10 on a sale one time. But I was like, I'm not going to start it until the game itself is like yeah. done. So I'll probably go and give that a shot. But then I'll probably get through like the first episode and be like, oh, yeah, it's a Telltale game. And then I won't finish playing it. It was pretty much every time. I yeah. want to play one of them. Like originally, Did, when I saw the Batman, I was like, "Oh, Batman, that could be good." It's still a Telltale game. Yeah, I have it's not like episode. I'm gonna. It's not like I'm gonna be running around Arkham City style, beating the crap out of people. I'm still just gonna be pointing and clicking on things yeah. like I've always have. I've played the first episode of many of them, like Game of Thrones, Batman, same, uh, Back to the Future. Well, they usually give you the first episode free. Yeah, they give you that little taste. Yeah, to get well, you like hooked. I've got, you know, I'll get them cheap on like the, you know, PlayStation Plus or like a sale or something like that, and I'll, I'll be like, all right, sweet, I'm gonna play these, and then I'll play the first episode and go, okay, like this isn't a thing I necessarily want a marathon, but I'll, I'll come back to it, and then I just don't. So who knows? Maybe, maybe if they take the time and effort and may have a more focused team, uh, it'll make for a better game. But obviously, sucks for you know those people who lost their jobs. I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll land on their feet somewhere. Uh, it is tough that they worked f- making games that are so specific because nobody else makes that telltale style of game. Yeah. So depending on what they do, skill sets may not yeah. transfer. I mean, over if, and, you know, maybe it's narrative people, you know, seeing as they're going to be working on a lot less games, they're like, oh, we don't need as many yeah. writers. So you can go write somewhere else. Then they can go write. Yeah. Uh, it, it was 90 employees total ended up losing their 90? jobs. 90. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which kind of made me go like, oh, they had a lot more people working there than I thought they did. Yeah, with close to four hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Three hundred, three uh, three sixty. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, best of luck to any of those affected. Obviously, it's never fun to lose your job, um, but we'll see what comes out of Telltale going forward. Maybe they're thinking like, oh, thank God, I don't have to be working on eight games at once. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. It could be a like a silver lining. Um, but uh, lightning round from one company uh, letting people go to one company being bought up. And this news broke uh, just a day or so ago, I believe. Uh, looks like EA has committed nearly $500 million uh, to buy Respawn Entertainment, which is the makers of Titanfall. Mm-hmm. The original developers of Call of Duty. Yep. They were the the brainchild, brain, brain children behind uh, Modern Warfare mm-hmm. and Modern Warfare 2. Uh, and they went and created Respawn, who made Titanfall, which the first one was relatively successful on the Microsoft platform. Sequel went multi-platform. Don't know how well it did. I heard the I, story was great. The, the game was fantastic. I think it came out on the same day as like three other shooters, and that yeah. doomed them. Yeah. Uh, but I heard uh, great things about it. It's the kind of thing where like I still every once in a while hear a story where like one of the employees or something like that would be like, no, the game's still great. Like, yeah, everyone keeps saying our game sold terribly and we suck and we're terrible and yeah, everything is bad. But they're like, but the game sold good. Like, yeah. we're happy with the sales. I'm sure it's not like they were expecting. You know, they didn't go triple platform. They definitely, I don't think, got anywhere near Call of Duty numbers. No, but not at, like they didn't do bad. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? It came out the same day as Battlefield One. Oh yeah, and it was just like, oh, I don't know why would you think that would be a good idea, especially because they're both put out by EA. Yeah, like what are you doing? Mm. Um, but but I, I mean, if you haven't played Titanfall two, you really should. I'm sure it's probably pretty cheap. Uh, yeah, Black Friday de- deals somewhere ten bucks probably. That's I think that's what I'm. But wait it's for. a 
It's a great game. The yeah. single player is fantastic. That That's what I heard up and down in the tail end of last year is what a great single player Titanfall 2 had and that everyone was sleeping on it and they shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like the idea of it, uh, but it's good that the last one was so good because EA, upon purchasing Respawn, immediately greenlit Titanfall 3. Uh, I don't know if that was already in the works. I'm and sure they just... were probably had somebody doing something. Even if it was just like one dude in the background drawing concept art. Yeah. They were like, we don't talk to him. He smells. Yeah. But... Mapping out a story. Yeah. They're like, hey, you make us a game. And you Smelly went, hey. kid. Yeah. Smelly kid. Right. Titanfall three. We may not use it, but I need you to start it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh huh. Take a shower. But if they if they <laughs> if they keep the story up as good as Titanfall two did, I'm down to play Titanfall three again. And I always really actually like the multiplayer for Titanfall two yeah. or the Titanfall games. Yeah. They were really fun. I played multiplayer for a little bit on the Titanfall two and it was fun. Yeah. Um but yeah, so they immediately greenlit Titanfall three. Uh, so that'll be coming sooner rather than later, it seems. Uh, Respawn is also working on a Star Wars game. They're one of the EA studios that was tasked with... Like, they didn't own them at the time, obviously, because they just bought them now. But they were one of the studios that EA tapped to be part of that EA Star Wars gaming franchise of Palooza that they got going on. Uh, so that is uh, that is also coming from that studio. Um, they spent $455 million, which I honestly was very surprised that they spent that much money on it. That's half a billion dollars. Yeah. It's crazy. For a, for a team that's only put out two games, mm-hmm. one of which is multi-platform. Yeah. But, I mean, they got the pedigree of the Call of Duty behind them. Yeah. I mean, those games aren't... Neither one of those games is bad, so... Yeah. They did, you know, two two efforts, two good games. Maybe not Stellar's, you know, not Tens or anything like that, but good so, and then you were saying earlier, it seemed like shutting down Visceral was so that way they could allocate money to make this purchase. That's a thing I did read. Uh, it was just like rumors that I saw. I don't know exactly how confirmed it was, but they said that Visceral, like Vis- Visceral, was cannibalized in order to allow them space for respawn. Yeah, I mean the timing of it certainly seems to to track. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. So we'll see what's to come from the new uh, EA respawn. The only thing I find kind of funny about this is that uh, they left Activision because they wanted to go out on their own. Yeah. Without like a big studio telling them what to do. Yeah. And now they're right underneath EA's foot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're right underneath EA's foot. Uh, but it's okay because while they're being trampled, they are lying on a pad of cash. That's probably <laughs> softening the blow quite a bit. I'm sure. Um, and who knows? Maybe their working relationship with EA was better than it was with Activision. That's true. Maybe Activision yeah, was just a pain in the ass and EA kind of lets them do what they want and they're okay with this. Yeah. Because they I've, didn't have to sell. I've heard better things about EA. Like EA was a studio that constantly kept getting like worst business worst in America. Yeah. Like worst company in America for yeah, like years now. in a row. Yeah, I've heard that they've cleaned up their act to like try and better that. Yeah, and it does have, definitely seem like a lot of other studios are jockeying for that position of yeah. worst studio over them. Activision. So, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm excited for Titanfall three. I hope it's good. Nice. Uh, lightning round uh, from one person being bought to a thing that's selling incredibly well uh looks like grand theft auto 5 has just passed a major milestone uh yeah they uh beat out wii sports for amount of games sold yeah so it's now the highest grossing like modern game yeah i think it's still behind uh tetris uh well uh, gta 5 has now shipped 85 million copies of the game which is that's fucking crazy that's why we're not getting story dlc or a next game is because people are still buying it in droves it's just it's so like every time i i will occasionally check like the top sellers on the playstation store or the top 10 yeah it's always it's like top three still yeah 
and it boggles my mind that people are still putting in so much time and still buying that game. It's not yeah. even the people that have like bought it forever ago and are still putting time into it. It's still selling hand over fist. Yep. It is nuts. So 85 million copies beat Wii Sports, uh, which I'm going to actually pull up the best-selling games of all time. See what see what the list is. Tetris makes sense because it's been on every single platform for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, I get it. Plus mobile and arcade and that one makes sense. Wii Sports also makes sense too because they counted every copy that got sold with a Wii and the Wii sold a bajillion units. So that also makes sense to me. Grand okay. Theft Auto is surprising just because it's not in the spotlight ever. Like I don't see a lot of articles about it. It's not a thing that gets kept in the forefront yeah. and yet someone every day is buying a new copy. Well, like honestly, if they had said the Grand Theft Auto series yes, I did this, I would have been like, yeah, okay, yeah, that obviously makes oh, sense. Yeah. But the fact that it was just one game of yep. the series. Uh, so yes, the number one selling game of all time uh, is Tetris with a 170 million Sales. Okay, so only 100 million more to go, Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Step your game up. Uh, uh, number two is actually Minecraft. Uh, 122 million sold. Okay, that makes sense. And then it's uh, Grand Theft Auto at 85 million and uh, Wii Sports at 82.8 million. Okay. Which is, I mean, Wii Sports, would they count it because it was packaged in with every Wii yeah. sold, so they counted that as a sale of the game. Yeah. I'm sure if you... T- Looked at individual sales. It's, well, obviously, everyone had already had a copy of it. Yeah, most people had it. Yeah, it was only people who bought Wii's after 2008 got had to buy it separately or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, just so you know, fifth game on that list. Yeah, uh, Mario Brothers for the NES sold the four uh, 40 million copies. Wow. Yeah. So. Does that include like virtual console sales of it getting re released a bunch of times? Uh, it not. only lists here as the NES version. Okay. But I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised that they also like they still said like the virtual console is still a sale of the yeah. NES version. I mean, maybe not because that's yeah. that seems like that'd be stretching it. But wow, that's a lot. I didn't think that Mario Kart Wii is number six. Uh, Wii Sports Two is number seven. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Wii Sports Resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, a lot of Wii games. That makes sense though. There was a lot of Wiis in existence. Number eight is Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green. Okay. Uh, nine is New Hall Super of, Mario Hall Brothers. Of Fame. Yeah. Game of Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green. Nine is New Super Mario Brothers. Oh, because that was also the that was the Wii one, right? Uh the, the DS one. Oh, the DS one. Mm-hmm. Which I think was packaged in with a ton of DSs. Probably. So yeah. it probably counted that as well. And then the Wii version is number ten. So oh. New Super Mario Brothers Wii is number ten. There you go. So Mario has one, two, three, four of the top ten selling games of all time. Yep. Nintendo's got five of the top ten. Uh so four, five, six, seven. What were the other two? Are you uh, counting Tetris as one? No. The Tetris, Minecraft, Grand Theft Auto, and then four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten are all Nintendo games. Wii Sports, Super Mario Bros. Oh, yeah, Mario other Kart Wii, Sports Wii, is the one I was uh, Wii Sports Resort, yeah, Pokemon, yeah. Mario, Mario. What version of Tetris do they count? Is that the Game Boy Kart? Uh, or is that Tetris, like any they, version of Tetris that exists? It's multi-platform, so it's like every version of Tetris. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't know if that also counts like Tetrisphere. Or Tetris Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Still, though, an impressive thing to be number three on the list of greatest selling games of all time, mm-hmm. considering that game is what only... is it, It's not seven years old, is it? When did that... No, it couldn't be. It's got to be like five years old. Grand 2013. Yeah. So four years. September 17th, 2013. A little over four years, and you've gotten $80 million. That's crazy. Like... 
the Tetris makes sense when you count the multi-platform. Wait, it's been 30 And years. Minecraft makes sense because it's on everything. Yeah, because that probably counts phone. Mm. Yeah, all iOS, Android, 3DS, uh, Wii U? No? Switch? Yes. It, yeah, it's on, it was out on the Wii U. Was it? Yeah. All right, Switch, PlayStation, Vita... 360, 360 Xbox, Xbox One, PC. Xbox One, PS3, and Xbox or PS4. Yep, Vita. Yep. Okay. And I mean, I, I'll admit, I I have bought it at least five times. Jeez, what 360 Xbox I, the, One? Yeah, phone. the 360 version, the Xbox One version, the phone version. Um, I think I. Do you have it on any of the Switch or 3DS? No. PS Vita. PS Vita. Vita. I'm pretty sure I bought it on Vita. Mm-hmm. So at least four times I've bought that game. Jesus, man. Do you get the you excited for the new content upgrade pack or whatever that makes it look real good? Does that only work on the Xbox One X or is it also on I assume on your Xbox One it would look better. Yeah. But I don't know how it does for like the phones or the other platforms or yeah. whatnot. But I don't know. Still I'll give it a try. It's been a long cool. time since I played it, so Yeah, a kid next to me at work plays it like nonstop because they have the like the server thing now where like you can play with your friends on your own server. Yeah. Um, so that's what just, Skippy does all the time. Yeah, so he sits right next to, to Skip, so they're constantly talking about Minecraft and stuff like that. So pretty cool uh, for Grand Theft Auto. From one game selling well to another game that's selling well, it turns out Assassin's Creed is doing way better than we thought. Uh, yeah, it's already in the, what, two weeks that it's came out? And this was Three? announced. Yeah, it's like the third Sunday since it's Yeah, been but this was also a couple days ago that this was yeah. announced. So like in the first two weeks, it already doubled the sales of the previous game, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Wow. Which, I mean, I don't know how well Syndicate sold. Syndicate might have been the worst selling one, so it's not a huge milestone. But still, I mean, I'm sure Ubisoft is like, hey, like we're back. You yeah. know, people actually want to play it now. Like I said, I'm, I'm enjoying the game, even though I have my certain gripes about it. I still Qualms. think it's a great game. Yeah. Well, it's it's good news in the fact that it's selling better than the game that made you take a step back and go, you know what? We should take a year off. <laughs> yeah. So regardless of how well that one sold, if this one sold comparable or less, think, it's I not a good Syndicate. thing. I thought Syndicate was a really good game, actually. It's, I heard it was good. It's one of my favorite ones in the series. Yeah. I really like the setting. Uh, I thought the characters were really interesting. Um, Brother and sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, Unity was a hot mess of yeah. problems, but I had fun with Syndicate. Yeah, I heard Syndicate was a return to form after the mess that Unity was, mm-hmm. uh, but it still was just more of the same and didn't really do anything new and didn't sell it, nearly as well. It had, like, well. mechanisms that were really good. Like, you had the grappling gun thing, so you yeah. could, like, shoot at stuff and quickly pull yourself up as yeah. opposed to just normally having to climb things. Um, but that wasn't really enough to make it no. feel completely new. Yeah. But it, like you said, it was a very good return to form, whereas yeah. this one is a new step. Yes. Yeah. So it's good that the game that comes out after you said, you know what, we got to take some time to reevaluate the franchise ends up selling well and being a good game for the franchise. So mm-hmm. if they were doing anywhere, if they were doing similar to Syndicate, I don't think that would be looked on as a positive, regardless of how much it sold. Um, so yeah, good on them. You're enjoying it. Other people seem to be enjoying it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty great. Uh, other uh, good news for Ubisoft, I guess, is that for the first time ever in the history of their company, microtransactions are selling better than their digital game sales. Yeah, good news for Mike or Ubisoft. Probably not good news for us. No, because it means we're never getting rid of microtransactions, never. despite how much we want to. Uh, but yeah, for the for the newest fiscal quarter announcement of their profit sales, they came out and said that. Yeah, uh, Ubisoft's um, 
loot boxes and microtransactions sold more than the actual copies of the game digitally. I'm sure if you factored in physical copies, it probably still greatly outshines that. This is overall too, right? Yes. What game from Ubisoft has a ton of microtransactions? Is it like... Uh, probably Rainbow Six. Oh. There's tons of uh, character packs. Right, Division? Or Siege? Both, I assume? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Rainbow Six Siege has a ton of DLC. Yeah. Like new weapon pack, character packs. The Division uh, doesn't packs. have microtransactions, does it? It does. Oh, it, it does. Has, like, it has you know weapon packs and DLC and stuff. Okay. We're counting DLC, not just microtransactions. Oh, it counts both? Or mm, actually no, it just says no, microtransactions. Micro transact- unless they consider downloadable content of any variety to be a microtransaction. Ubisoft says that they're playing. Uh, they refer to it as reoccurring investments. So you're reoccurring in the oh, yeah. more investment into your purchase of the game. And as I it love. Goes, I, I love these companies coming up with new ways to call it DLC. Yeah, reoccurring investments. Uh, or the sale of in-game items, DLC pass, uh, DLC and season passes and okay. subscriptions are responsible for. 200, uh, 202.6 million sales. So anything sales. not a game? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Anything that Still. you buy like digitally. Yeah. Man, remember when we thought like season passes were like, man, no one's going to keep doing this. Like people are going to get wise to this and this is going to stop. And it, here here we fucking are. Mm-hmm. So, but again, if you don't like it, don't buy it. That's yeah. You know, that's usually how I go with most of these games is I don't buy them. Yeah. And I mean, you, you can't really, at least with season passes, like you can't really complain because you are getting like the DLC at a cheaper price, but it's yeah. the it's the like what is the stuff they're cutting out of the game to add to the season pass Correct. that would have been in it, yeah. Otherwise, exactly. Um, that yeah, that's obviously the biggest problem. But I mean, good for them. It seems like their games are doing well, uh, which is always good. You like that because then you can get other good games. So and Ubisoft put out a bunch of good games in the last you know year or so. So uh, good on them. They're, they've rebounded from the only doing Assassin's Creed every year and doing it mediocre to okay. Yeah. And you know what's weird is um, I thought I didn't actually really like Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Because uh, I thought it was a huge step down in quality of the stuff that was in the last one. Yeah. I like uh, the older Rainbow Vegas, Six games way more. Yeah. Uh, the, like the Vegas and Vegas 2. I fucking love loved Vegas and Vegas 2. Those games were fantastic. Same. I thought this one was a huge step down. Yeah. And the fact that it took off as much as it did, like people still go crazy for that game. Yeah. And I just kind of look at it going like, did you guys play Vegas at all? Like Vegas was a million times better than this game. Maybe it's gotten better over time. Like we were looking at the uh, the Xboxes today and it's bundled in with an Xbox One S. I mean, yeah. granted, it comes with Assassin's Creed as well, but like they're still throwing that game around Probably because, you know what it is? I bet you they bundled that because if you play it, there's a good chance you're going to buy some of those microtransactions where they're seeing that extra money. So it actually doesn't surprise me all that much. Yep. Here, we'll throw you this game for free, but go ahead and you know, buy that gun. Buy that backpack that holds extra ammo. Come on, you know you want it. I do, do it. know that the do core it. game is do on it. sale a lot. Yeah. So it, I'm sure it's exactly that. Because you like pick it up and you start playing. You're like, wow, these eight like characters that it comes with are pretty cool. I yeah. wish there was somebody else. And then, oh, look, there's fucking 20 other dlc characters you can purchase yeah. i wish i was paired up with someone that has better dlc guns than me so i would be like i hope i to buy it i hope an, an, an annotation pops up <laughs> and yeah. saying like hey this guy's using this dlc character that's what i want in my video games no but good on them they've uh, done some uh, pretty good stuff uh, yeah. in the last year so good for the, ubisoft the dark future ahead of us yes <laughs> uh, speaking of dark futures ahead of us a game that you and i were both at least moderately excited about has been delayed a couple of months uh the un the vr game set in the until dawn universe uh from the this until the inpatient 
the Unpatient from Supermassive Games has been pushed back to 2018. It was supposed to come out uh, the 21st of November, so in a little over a week. Uh, but it has been pushed back to January 24th or 23rd, rather, God, in the United like States. That's like a million years away. I know. Well, in internet time, that's forever. Mm-hmm, like, true. Granted, two months in regular people time, fine. But yeah. in internet world, that's, I mean, will we even live that long? Will we? We don't know. Hyperbole is everything. Um, so yeah, a couple months delay. Uh, but if that means a better polish and a better working game, then okay, great, fine. Um, that wasn't the only delay though. Supermassive also announced that the game Bravo Team, which you heard us talk I about, I didn't realize that they were for. making that also. Yeah, uh, I think we talked about it in our VR rundown a few episodes back. So yeah. Joe, you should listen to this show. It's I mean, I didn't good. pay attention to the developing <laughs> studio. I know, I know. Um, so that also is set to come out this year as part of the It's Coming 2017 VR announcement from PlayStation that we went over a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's um, the cover-based shooter one. Yes. Yeah, that one looked good. From the trailer uh, I saw, that one was the one of the games that I went like, oh, that's something that's actually going to make me really excited to yeah. have a VR headset when that comes out. Yep. Especially since I'm sure it'll probably work really good with the, the gun I bought. Yep. The, yeah, the Farpoint aim gun thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that has been pushed back out of this year uh, to March 6th of next year. Uh, so a couple of big VR titles from a pretty good developer coming in the early part of 2018 to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty good for all those people with a VR headset. Joe, I'm looking at you. Because um, I'm the only one know. You are the only one I know with a VR headset. That's why I'm looking at you. Yeah. In addition to the fact that you're sitting in a room with me and we're doing this podcast and I'm looking at you anyway. True. I'm looking at you about the VR thing. Because it fits with the description. All right. We've got our last item here for the lightning round. Not lightning round. And this comes to us from the world of augmented reality. For those that don't like regular reality or virtual reality, but want a mixture of the two, we've got a new game incoming from the makers of Pokemon Go. Quick aside, whatever happened to that augmented reality Xbox thing? HoloLens? Yeah. Uh, it's that vanished for... Yeah, they still talk about it every now and then. I feel like it pops up at an E3 and they're like, look it, it's cool. You can Minecraft in on your table. Isn't that fun? I don't I, I don't know. I didn't <laughs> I didn't ever get the hype for that particular medium. Like VR yeah. is cool because you can get super immersed in it. Yeah. AR is kinda cool because you can see things in the real world that aren't really there, but it's not the same as VR. Yeah. Like I'd rather be fully immersed in a VR headset where I can't see anything than holding my phone out and staring at a Pokemon that's on the desk. Like it was fun at first. Like that part of it was cool. Where it's like, Oh look, I'm at work and there's a Charmander on my buddy's head. Like that's yeah. really funny. I, I just kind of tried to think of like applications to be used in conjunction with gaming. Yeah. The kind of thing where like, you know, if you're playing Halo and you can like look around your room while like while the game is on your screen, you yeah. can still look around the room, and it might highlight like there's a weapon, yeah, to the left, and then you can turn in the game to go pick it up. Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I, I digress. Anyways, as a person who doesn't have an Xbox, I never paid too much attention to what was going on with Hololens anyway. But uh, Niantic, the makers of Pokemon Go, the are, widely successful Pokemans Go. Yes, the. Uh, Widely successful, but also widely maligned. <laughs> it seems like it's a new horror show story coming out of that thing like every day. Yes. So from one spooky thing to another, we're going to the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Does that excite you, Joe? Are you a Harry Potter fan? A Potterhead? No. If you were? What house are you in? None. 
None. You're not. No. Any, you're a homeless person in yeah. the Harry Potter universe. I'm a dirty muggle. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. We don't use slurs on this podcast, Joe. How dare you? No, I never blood really. Blood. I never cared about Harry Potter. I, I read like, the. I read the first book. I enjoyed the movies. Like yeah. it's hard to be like no, but it sucked because wizards are dumb. Yeah. But like to me, it was like okay, it was a cool story. Yeah, so uh, it, it, it doesn't. It didn't consume my life like it did other people. No, like I am a I am a Harry Potter fan in movie form only. Like I've never read any of the books. I don't really care to at this books point. Books are like, dumb. It's not even so. Not even that. It's just like I don't. You know, I know what you know. That you know it. the plot. Yeah, I don't. Like, granted, there's so I don't much need to, more. I don't need books. to watch. I don't need to read Game of Thrones either. Yeah. Like, I, I can just watch the show. And like, I get it from the standpoint of like, well, but the books are better, and there's more characters, and the development's better, and you really get a sense of this and that and the other things. Like, okay, that's cool. Well, I know the books are never gonna fucking end or be finished. Which books? Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, no. There's no way that those fucking books are ever gonna. I was be like, finished. the Harry Potter books ended like years ago, Joe. Where have you been? Um, but yeah, uh, so Harry Potter, I'm calling it Harry Potter Go. I forget what the actual name of it is, if it even has one at this point, um, is basically it's going... Uh, Wizards Unite. Wiz- Wizards Unite. Um, so this one is another augmented reality game. It looks like you'll be walking around uh, fighting beasts, uh, probably from the fantastic beasts and where they are. And have you seen them? Did you check the suitcase? They're probably in the suitcase. I didn't uh, watch that one. It was pretty good. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that one. Um, so you'll be fighting beasts fighting other bad guys, casting spells with your phone. like So it could be pretty cool. Uh, they also did say, when they clarified some information about it, this will not affect Pokemon Go in any way. They're not stopping with Pokemon Go. They're not abandoning it. They're still going to update it, add new Pokemon of the like. So if you're a Pokemon Go fan, um, you and the other 12 people that are still a fan, you don't have to worry about it. It's fine. Um, but this is just something uh, for Potterheads to get excited about. I uh, immediately talked to two of my friends at work who are big Harry Potter people, uh, one of which was a Pokemon Go player. uh, And just to see like, hey, what do you think about this? It seems pretty cool. And both of them were like, I need to know more about it, but I like the idea of it. I'll I'll give anything Harry Potter a shot. Uh, So, you know, we'll see. It's not coming this year or anytime soon. I think it's maybe probably late next year. I don't Uh, know if they gave any kind of concrete release information. I don't remember seeing a date. It's just more that they're working on it. It's a thing they've started. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So if you're into Harry Potter and you're into augmented reality or Pokemon Go, look for that. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll give it a shot. When it I comes wonder out. what disasters are going to befall people from this one. Yeah. How many muggings are going to happen? Wait, How muggles many... are getting mugged? What? <laughs> How mugglings? Yeah, mugglings. Unbelievable. I... Are we going to find any dead bodies with this one? <sighs> Uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, Magic's a tricky game, man. If you're not 100% sure, how many players are going to get accidentally turned into frogs? We don't know. <laughs> I mean, Magic is a very fickle thing. you got to be good at it if you're going to try to do it. Um, I'm just uh, I'm going to be interested to see if it just ends up being Pokemon Go with a new skin on it or if this is going to be like something new. I'm wondering if uh, there'll be a thing where if you, you know, you'll have to move the phone to like use it as a wand oh, to God, cast a spell. Oh, God, that sounds like it's a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, but like We're going to have people being like, oh, there's a, like imagine if Pokemon Go was like, if you saw the Pokemon, you then had to like do the throw motion. Yeah. You'd How many phone. phones would go flying through the air? How many like wand wave disasters would come out of that? I'm just waiting for you to throw that phone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm waving right my phone around in the air like it's a magical wand and <laughs> yeah. just waiting for it to go fucking flying. You're pantomiming it and like I'm just imagining it flying across the room into the wall. I'm just um, picturing, all, the, I'm picturing all of the Wii 
TV yeah. smash videos that I saw. Well, maybe who knows if there's enough complaints at the beginning, you can write to Niantic and they'll give you like a wrist strap. Yeah, a wrist strap for a phone case. Like it's a phone case for your iPhone X, and but it's got a wrist strap on it. So make sure you have that when you're whipping it around like a wand. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see when it comes out. I'll maybe give it a go. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be free, so I'll give it a try just yeah. to see what it's like, just to know. Passively into Harry Potter, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, Once the servers actually start working and aren't a yeah. complete mess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm less excited for this than I was for Pokemon Go, despite liking Harry Potter more than Pokemon. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we'll see when it comes out. But like I said, that will do it for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which means that will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, as we talked about earlier and teased for next week, we will have another episode of the Broken Clock's main event. That is our wrestling prediction discussion show. Uh, it is one of the big four pay-per-views Survivor Series. It's also had quite a bit of buildup. There's been quite a bit of news in the world of wrestling the last month or so since the last episode of the main event. So I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about next week. That'll be up next Monday as well uh, with a, the next episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games cast remember you can follow us on twitter at broken clock pods uh, so you can let us know what games you're excited about are you amped for the ninja turtles and injustice are you excited about harry potter go no will you play xbox games on your ps4 if the service exists or do you want to buy madden as a non-annualized game what do you think about that uh let us know at broken clock pods on twitter uh Don't forget to also like, subscribe, share, uh, do all the things on the podcast platforms that show that you like the podcast that we do because we like doing it. We want you to like it, too. If you don't like it, give us feedback via our DMs at Broken Clock Pods on Twitter. Yeah. Just be like, hey, replace that co-host, Adam, with somebody better. Okay, that's fine. I will take that under advisement. Not to do it, but take it under advisement like a true gentleman. Yeah. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast episode number 37, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And thanks so much for listening. Bye. Get rid of me. I'll get rid of you. It's my house. My studio. My equipment. Get out of here. Yeah, but possession's nine-tenths of the law, so fuck Shit. off. Yeah. You lose. I win. I'm the winner. Take that. Okay.